Good evening. Just waiting for Aaron Day to uh, to jump in on the live here. But I figured we go through a few things. This Thursday, drifting starts up at Rad Torque Raceway. So that's going to be a great uh, kickoff for the season. Weather depending, of course. There was some uh, snow in the forecast, but we're hoping that that uh, holds off. And it's just going to be a nice, nice Thursday night. So we do get out there on the 28th. Of course, all of our event dates are out there on specd.ca, so you can always find those. We update it, and also follow us on Instagram and also on our on our Facebook, and we do a a good job of updating when things are going to be going on. Season opener also starts May 14th, and that's going to be out at Stratotech Raceway. It's a combination between uh, motorcycles, some exotic cars couple of a lap, lapping events and then we'll have the drift cars out there as well. So we're going to be doing ride-alongs and what Stratotech has done with this is basically the group that brings the most fans in, they're going to be donating uh, half of their admission into the local charity of our choice. So we get half of that back and we're going to be donating that and then they donate the other half to a local charity. So. We're going to be finding something that's uh, worthwhile in the uh, local community, probably in Fort Saskatchewan. And so that'd be a great time to come out. It's only $10 to come and watch all day. And like I say, the ride-alongs will be, will be well worth it. I see Aaron Day is just jumping in here. So we'll let him in and get going. That's Aaron. Give me a sec. I got it. Hey there, how's it going? Good, how you doing, buddy? Excellent. So, we're on the road, I see that. That's pretty good. Yeah, had to pull over here and get the uh, get the interview all squared away. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess you were going to be too late. Well, why don't you just yeah. take a second, introduce yourself, kind of your team, all that. Sure. Uh, for all those who don't know me, my name is Aaron Day, driver of the uh, number 24 SSS Motorsports S14. All right. And what I guess I guess I'll I'll introduce you even more. Probably uh the most winning driver in uh, the Spec D series, I would say, and probably with the most winning team in Spec D. I always joke that I've given Aaron Day more prize money than anybody else. So I've written a lot of checks to Aaron over the years and well worth it. He um <laughs> drives his heart out so he needs he needs as much as he can get. Uh, I like taking your money, so it's good. Well, that's great. I love giving it to you. So you're obviously not by the shop. So why don't you just give us a rundown of the car? Maybe it's history because it does have a fairly long history with you. Um, it does, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so the S14 started uh, with me and my team, I guess, before I joined forces with Triple S. Uh, 2015, I think I purchased that car. Uh, built it up to go to Formula Drift Pro 2 in 2016, where we were running a uh, full Origin Labo kit. Actually, that, that was probably my favorite look of that car. I think it looked incredibly sharp. Um, that year, I was running fully built LS3, 150 shot of nitrous, um, making about 750 wheel, I think, at that point. Um, awesome. Since then... Obviously, I joined forces with Triple S. They took over the rights to the car, and I've been their driver ever since. And obviously, being a tuner shop, they're probably not going to want to support the LS platform as much. 
as, as right. great as it is, I will say. Uh, so since then, we did uh, uh, 2GZ swap. Um, other than that, the, other than the motor platform, uh, I think we probably beefed up. We beefed up the rear end, went through with the Z32R uh, R230 diff. I think that was probably one of the biggest upgrades we did. We found with Q45, I know Ryan was mentioning he was running Q45, and at right. that time, uh, when I had the LS, we actually were as well. But uh, we found the parts and finding them started being really difficult. After getting into those higher power levels, we started having issues blowing them. So um, we went with the, uh, we had to do some subframe modifications to make the R230 diff housing work. But ever since it's been, uh, it's been super powerful. It's been wicked. We have not had any issues. And they're super, well, I, I find, well, triple S is like an abundance of them. So it's good to have a few spares. Yeah. And they're fairly yeah, easy to swap in. Yeah. Now, uh, now they are. Before we we had to modify the entire subframe actually to make it work. So, okay. uh, a little bit more work, a little bit more work to fit them into the car, but well worth it now. Excellent. Do you know what power you're running, or you don't disclose? <laughs> uh, we're we tuned it down last year. We were right around the 600 wheel mark. Okay. Well, still. Yeah. Right, right, sort of towards the the top third of the field, I would uh, assume, and yeah, I think for this normal. year. Yeah. So uh, same question as some with uh, Ryan. Why did you choose drifting? You know, uh, as a kid, I've always loved driving a car. Um, not even racing. Just I just love driving vehicles. Um, and I, as a kid, we never really had the funds for me to be able to get into racing really of any sort. Right. So when I turned uh, 17, I had a, I was lucky enough just to know a couple friends who started going to those Thursday night practices. I, were, I think at that time, maybe maybe once or twice a month, maybe. And that was probably right. a lot at the time. And yeah. uh, so I started going to those. And, uh, and then I ended up getting my first 240. Uh, I traded my quad for it, surprisingly enough, back then. <laughs> traded my quad for this completely stock S13 hatch and bone stock and then yeah just kind of honestly it just kind of fell into place i just i just knew the right people who were already starting to get into drifting ended up having this 240 that was obviously able to do it and i just kind of got involved ever, ever since that and then um obviously started watching parsons i think parsons and van gielen were at that time probably two of the biggest names in drifting and then i right. just followed followed those two boys around yeah, I remember them. Those guys driving really well out at. Uh, I think probably the first time I saw them driving was out at Stratotech as well. So mm -hmm. some really good times out there. So yeah. how how'd you finish off the twenty twenty one season? Uh, well, we finished the finished in the number one spot. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the shootout style because it's just one and done. It's it's awesome to obviously uh, take the championship home, but it's. Right. Uh, I think getting the championship, it's it's more exciting to go through like a nice four or five event series, and I don't know, fine, just work for it, right? Just be able to go through every event, and you you feel you feel more accomplished at the end of the season when you know it's like, okay, I've teams busted their ass all year, and we we did it, we made the championship, but obviously yeah. still uh, still the shootout, we made it work with uh, COVID, and it was awesome. So yeah, we finished finished the number one spot. Yeah, no, it was good. I think that was. How many, do you know how many championships you, you have now that you've won? Uh, three or four, maybe four. For sure. I can't remember. I think yeah. it was only in 2020, maybe you didn't, you came in second or something. 
Yeah, that was the year right. we did. It was one year the we motto. did EVD. Yeah, we did EVD okay. and we did uh, we did Spec D. So I I know we weren't able to make all the uh, all the Spec D events. That was unfortunate, but right. So yeah, well, you already answered one of the questions about the uh, whether you like the the series or the shootouts better. I think mm -hmm. uh, probably you know we had a real struggle for the for the last two years organizing things. We had series planned both years and they just got shut down so then this year when we planned just to do the shootout of course everything's sort of wide open but it looks like 2023 yeah. we'll be back to a full series and and getting multiple rounds in at multiple tracks so we're looking forward to yeah. that and getting back for that not that not not that i don't like the shootout style it's just it's obviously more exciting to go to four or five rounds, but with, uh, I mean, with COVID and how everything went down, I think we, uh, you guys made the best of it. And it was awesome. It was yeah. Yeah. No, I think my personal opinion as well, that I prefer the uh, series over it as well. It's, you know, gives more of a story, lets it build yeah. and, and multiple tracks. You can bring the show to multiple places, get different fan base and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I was I was looking through videos and some notes from from the past few years, and I was looking, and I don't I didn't have you knocked out of competition due to a mechanical failure. Mm -hmm. Am I correct in that? Um, not the only one I can really think of. Well, we've been lucky. I, we've actually had a ton early on with that car. We had a ton of issues with the platform, um, but we were able to make it to qualifying. Every single time. I think there was two Every rounds. Yeah, I think there was two rounds where we missed our first run, and then we were able to make it out just for just for the one second run, and we were able to qualify. Um, we were always able. We were always always able to qualify. Yeah. Yeah. No, I because I, I didn't have you like knocked out from from something. I've seen you have a lot of like mishaps and tap the wall, break knuckles, breaks uh, shifting your shift lever, everything. I've seen all that, but every yeah. time you've been out on track, uh, still driving. So, well, I, I'd say probably you have the most successful team in, I'd say in, in Western Canada behind you with Triple uh, S and probably one of the biggest teams. I mean, with you being their driver, you guys have had multiple championships. I was in their shop like a week or so ago and you look at all the trophies that are there and there's like just, there's piles of trophies. So, who's the lead on that team that makes it so successful and like who's the one that really maybe drives the uh you know what needs to be done at the track and really is the workhorse behind it to make make you get back on track you know i don't know if there's Corey's probably i would say the number one um yeah. but that being said it's it's everyone like everyone pulls their weight when it comes down to it um yeah behind behind the scenes marco does it like for any ordering of the parts and like making sure that we have everything to to work on it that's pretty much marco marco and then fred obviously helps a lot on that front as well um okay. when we're at the track it's it's just everybody everyone just kind of pitches in and, and i would say just knows their task whatever needs right. to be done we just know what has to get done and we all work together to to accomplish it so i wouldn't say there's one person i'd say Corey is definitely the the top top of the list for he, he, he wants the car built in a certain fashion. So he just mm -hmm. makes sure that it gets what, what needs to get done gets done. So. Okay. And so it's, is he probably the most hands-on at the shop building the car? So he knows what needs to get like how it all works and stuff like that or, 
what would you say? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. Everyone definitely pitches okay. in, but I would say for primarily, yeah, Corey. All right. Well, that's awesome. Um, tell me your worst crash that you've had. What would be your worst one? Uh, what's the worst? Uh, I don't think you've written off the Mm, sort of there was uh when i had my first s13 hatch we were doing um what was it we were f there was filming for something it wasn't a vent it was just something i went down for and okay. i ended up having that was when i was running an sr20 and uh there's still a video everyone makes fun of me and if you youtube it you'll you'll see uh okay. i'm coming around a bank and i lost all boost and at that point i didn't i forgot the uh the rule i never learned the rule of never lift uh, so I got right. scared and I lifted and the car just yeah, ripped and snapped back and I almost went head on into the end of the wall. Did you ever drive Ray City at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that's a pretty serious, yeah. uh, a pretty serious bank that used to be there yeah, and unforgiving. You're, you're, yeah, you're carrying a lot of speed. So I think that was by far. I, I had a concussion actually after that one. Um, right. and that was, that was before probably all the safety gear was, well, it was before all the safety gear was implemented, right. no Hans devices. I'm pretty sure I was in a t-shirt and, uh, <laughs> I hit that wall head on and that was, that was a brutal one. Well, okay. That's a good segue then I'll, I'll jump down and, and ask your opinion on some of the safety regs that we have. What's your, uh, what's your personal opinion on those? You couldn't, you couldn't drive without them, honestly. Uh, as, as unfortunate as it is that it all, it costs money and it's just another, another thing to tack on to building your race car. Until you've had to utilize those safety parts, you don't realize how much they actually do save your life, honestly, or, uh, yeah. or, or, or prevent you from injury. Um, not that I crashed, but I was actually, when I was racing in Evergreen, I can't remember the gentleman's name. It was an older A86. And he, uh, that bank, you were going probably, uh, I think it was about 100 miles an hour. So about once 160 kilometers an hour by the time you get to the end of the bank. And uh, he had a tie rod uh, snap and seize. And so it was right, it was the worst possible place that it could have, right. you could have a car malfunction. So it was tie rod snaps and he goes literally head first and he broke his back because of that. Yeah. And uh, if you went to go look at his car, I don't think he had anti-intrusion bars at that point. I don't. I don't know what else he had, but after you watch that, it was, it, it, <laughs> you, you really value everything that we had to implement to, to make everyone safe, especially now with the speeds that we're all traveling. Like it's, it's not a yeah. 250, 300 horsepower cars anymore. Everyone, there's, there's tons of cars now that are 600 plus. So yeah, carrying right. speed. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd say that's probably, I've heard that a lot. I've, talk to a lot of drivers personally and they say, Oh, I wish I would have had my Hans. And now that they have it, they're all big supporters of it. I mean, they are some big investment Absolutely. pieces, but at the end of it, I mean, that's kind of, uh, kind of what's needed. Uh, yep. how, how about your favorite track you've driven, you've driven a lot of places. So give us a, a rundown, maybe give us your, your top three or something. Okay. Uh, well, let's go. If we do spec D, I would say okay. mission, hands down that, that layout is for being how simple it it really is the track is is very simple um that layout is, is tons of fun and i love the like a big fast entry and i love when it's kind of you have that blind first turn so you can't actually see that first outer zone so you're kind of going into a blind carrying a ton of speed i find that to be just a ton of fun 
So right. I'd say Mission would definitely be my top one for the Spec D series. Um, my top two would be Seattle. That track is also – I if anyone has the chance to meet some of the drivers that, like, get seated there, and that is their home track, they are all phenomenal drivers. And mm-hmm. I think that track plays a big part of it because they have such a variety of layouts that they can run there. Um, it really helps season you. Like, it, I found the year I went there, I went there – uh, for my first time in 2014 and that was the year my driving substantially changed just because it, it it has every factor you could possibly think of to to hone in your skills so that would be probably number two and then for tracks I've driven in general would be um, Atlanta by far that track is ooh, it's so much fun yeah <laughs> in, in videos in videos you don't actually know when you're coming up the very first run-up you don't actually see how big of an elevation change that actually is. Um, it's really high when you're, when you're sitting on the start line, you actually can't see the first turn at all. So you're actually okay. very high up and, and angled at the stands. Uh, then as you go, you, you peer over and then you just, you, you drop straight down and uh, all you see is the, a big 90 degree turn and then the kitty litter behind it. So it's right. Right. Yeah. It's that one. It's tons of fun. And also that track is cool. Uh, primarily when you i always tell my friends this when the first that was the first fd event or pro 2 event i ever drove in um you enter from one of the back sections and you how they it's like a little um like a little stadium almost right with everyone wrapped around the outside watching so you, you drive you drive over this little crest and then you just see like just oh you see all the fd flags you see the spectators and trailers and it's just yeah gives me goosebumps that was so much fun Excellent. No, yeah, that's that's a that's a good one. And like I say, yeah, the videos probably don't uh, do it justice for sure because when you look at it, it looks small. It looks you don't see the elevation parts of it. Um, yeah. Who who'd you say in the series is going to be your biggest competition going into this year? We do have a few uh, drivers from the U.S. coming up. Uh, Ian Fournier mm-hmm. is going to be driving again. So, who'd you say your your biggest competition is going to be? Do you want me to pick one or do you want me to go through? Like, yeah, uh, give, give a few. Yeah, give a few. Okay. Uh, probably number one is kind of like uh, uh, Ryan's answer, like your teammate. So Marco's building a car. I'm not going to drop too many secrets of what he's got going on. I'll okay. let him do that. Um, but I think with his setup and his skill, he's going to be probably a huge contender this year. Uh, get him into a proper car. His old car was, he, I think that was his thing. That thing was just held together. He was making it work. And he drove yeah. that thing. He, dro- he drove the wheels off that thing for, for the kind of car he had. So I think he's yeah. going to be a, a, a big force to reckon with this year. Um, and then Fournier. Always Fournier. He's I, – I always. That's I grew amazing. up watching him. Yeah, I grew up watching him drive. And you watch him, and he's just he's the most, con- most consistent person. He will do the same thing. And anyone who drifts knows that the easiest way to do tandem – is to follow someone with with nice consistent lines and you know what they're going to do every single time and he's so smooth and that's that's for me so between those two i'd say they're probably the the two big top okay for sure yeah i'd say that that's probably probably fair enough uh, the last year we were in mission and the year before when ian was driving it was probably the best times that we've seen from a lot of people the consistency in driving yeah. probably really aids to that like you know like you yeah. say going into that first uh outer zone where you can't see it and you guys were just hauling in there and on each other's doors. So it was really good. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, 
you're kind of you're one of the four local drivers that have been to to FD. What would be um, some of your advice that you're going to give to some of the guys that are maybe looking to go or or have plans on going? What's your advice to them? Start practicing. <laughs> the uh, the skill level. I see. We have some phenomenal drivers here, uh, but the the skill gap has everyone watches on their live streams is it's a it's a big difference there's uh mm -hmm. it seems the the car quality the car builds the money put into the vehicles i think is quite high so i would say practice um and start saving or get some really big sponsorships because it's probably one of the most expensive things that i've ever i've ever i've ever had to be a part of and it yeah it, it takes it takes a lot it's a lot of work and that was uh, the year i did that i was I was working a full-time job, running my own team. I planned flights. I planned the drives. I, I drove. It was me building the car, fixing it. So it's, that was my life at that, at, uh, that year. I did nothing yeah. else. I fixed the car. I worked and then we competed. So I would say financials, make sure, you, make sure you have a lot of it or make sure the bank's willing to lend it to you because you're going to need yeah. it. Um, and then practice and make sure your car is up to snuff because they don't, mess around over there no it, it seems like the 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 level of builds are getting pretty crazy even for the for the prospect i think for sure um even so and it's changed a lot even since like i i went in 2016 and it's <laughs> it's changed a lot even since i've been there so yeah i think maybe that's where they're trying to uh, limit some of the some of the things that they're they're allowing into in the prospect just to make it sort of a little bit more attainable so that yeah you know, you're not going to be trying to go in and compete with the uh, new Aston Martins and Ferrari builds that they have going into pro one where they're spending a half million dollars on a car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. We'll go, we'll go quick. We're only got a couple more here. I'll let you go. Uh, what would be your best investment that you've done in the car? Like what, or what's the best, even though the triple S um, owns it now, what's the best part that you have on that car that is the most, worthwhile money spent? So, I think that's a, a little bit of a loaded question and, and it's probably different for everyone. Um, okay. For us, we had everyone who drives a Jay-Z knows that the, the R154 is not, not the most reliable transmission. Uh, okay. So we had a lot of, we had a lot of issues with that. So we ended up going to the GSR uh, four speed dog box. Uh, that was probably one of the best. I would say I would, I would compare it between that and, and this is the opposite of Ryan. Ryan said not his rear mount, but I would actually say the rear mount rad was actually one of my favorite things I ever did to that car. Um, okay. The car ran incredibly cooler after we did that. So it just provided me with a ton more seat time. And it seemed like the, the problems did scale down, scale down after that. It didn't seem to have as many run-ins with issues. So um, okay, maybe just yeah, keep transmission, it transmission and that rear mount rad, yeah. Okay, what's the what's the one thing that you uh, sp spent a bunch on and wasn't worth it? Give the mm. give the one item. Wasn't worth it. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like everything we've put in that car, it's all been worth it. There's nothing okay. really that I would say that. Yeah, there's nothing really that I would say that. Uh, anything that's in, even when I owned it, I don't think we've ever put anything into it that okay. I would say was that's a waste fair. of money. We always Just try, we always try to build everything. Yeah. We always try to build everything with, uh, I mean, cost being part of it. So we tried not to spend 
a ridiculous amount, a ridiculous amount of money mm-hmm. uh, if we didn't have to. So I would, I would, I would nothing. I would, everything in that car is is good, yeah. proper, supposed to be there. Awesome. Well, did you get any questions uh, come to you through the Instagram posts or anything that you want to add? Not on. I don't think on my side I did. All right. Did well, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We're at 24 minutes already. So I'll let you uh, give a shout out to sponsors and just kind of wrap it up. And, uh, you know, any plans that are over and above what we have going on with Spec D for you in the 2022 season? Uh, yeah, definitely. So uh, for sponsors, obviously, Triple S, I would not be I would not be driving a car if it wasn't for those guys. So that's probably one of the uh, the biggest shout outs I could possibly have the entire team there. Yeah. Um, between Wheels Plus, uh, DC Signs, The Dent Lady, uh, Synergy Codings, we have tons of partners. Those are probably some of the biggest names behind our team, uh, Sublime Surfacing, um, all, all big names that have really helped us and made competing possible. Yeah, and they've been long-term sponsors for you, I think. So that's really a good, yeah. you know, good testament to you and your, your performance for them and a good partnership. Those are great to have. Um, yep, anything you want to wrap up with? I'll leave it for you. Uh, you said anything for this season. So I, I guess for the season, we'll probably just try and keep the budget low. Uh, we'll do the shootout event. I think we're probably just going to stay, do some local fun stuff. The car itself has been has been great. Uh, last year, we, I think we really dialed it in. So there's a few things we'll address. Um, stuff that needs to be revamped or changed out just because of the age of the car now. Um, okay do some new cooling we're gonna my rad that i have and that's actually my like original uh isr rad from when i had an sr20 in like 20 i think that was like from 2011 so it's a little old a little thin so we're gonna change that out um and then just change out some suspension stuff oh not super simple excellent are you planning on driving at uh, strato bash september long weekend okay all right that's the plan that's the plan (laughs) all right that sounds good. Well, hey, thanks, Aaron, for taking the time out and uh, and coming on live with us. I know interrupted your day there because you're in the car, so appreciate <laughs> no, it. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Appreciate the interview, buddy. Hey, no problem. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Okay. See you, pal. All right. Bye.